You are Locked On Bills, your daily Buffalo Bills podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Bills Mafia? It's Joe Marino from the Draft Network, and I'm your host of Locked On Bills. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. They have amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Happy Monday to you. There's been some massive news that hit over the weekend regarding the Buffalo Bills and a new stadium. Feels like for years, this has been a topic of conversation that didn't necessarily always have a lot of traction or concrete details But I think we finally have something to really go off of. And so today's podcast is going to be all about that. We're going to start off by talking about the details and what we have learned about the potential stadium. And then later in the podcast, I am going to share with you several listener emails that were sent in to share their feelings about the new stadium and what we've heard so far And then lastly, Joe Miller, host of the Overreaction Podcast, season ticket holder since 1997. He is going to join the podcast to talk to us about the way he feels about this news. And this is not a topic that I wanted to tackle alone. I'm not a stadium expert. I don't live in Western New York. And so I don't know that I'm the most qualified to really have this conversation. So that's why I could talk about the details to start, but then... I really wanted to collaborate with you guys, the listeners, and of course, Joe Miller, a season ticket holder, to really get the entire scope and pulse of what is going on in terms of how the fan base is feeling about this news. So let's talk about the details and what we know about the Bills' new stadium as of now. And first of all, we need to establish that all of this information comes courtesy of News 8. And here's what we've learned. The Bills are planning to build a new stadium in Orchard Park. The new stadium will be open air, but with partial covering for fans in the stands. The project will take three to five years from start to finish. The earliest it will be ready is 2025, but it could go as late as 2026 or 2027. Government approvals, including funding, could delay the timeline The current lease at Highmark Stadium expires in 2023, and it's not just the lease that complicates things because there is a chance that the Bills will have to play home games somewhere else. So it's not just the lease. It's the possibility that Highmark Stadium will be usable while construction is going on. Is it going to be on the same exact location? Is it going to be somewhere else in Orchard Park, and the Bills could still feasibly play their home games at Highmark Stadium while construction is going on. We don't know these details, but there is a possibility that the Bills could play one or more seasons with their home games being elsewhere, with Penn State and Toronto reported as the possible alternate locations. Of course, Toronto has hosted Bills games in the past, and then Penn State is where Terry Pagula went to college, so There are some possibilities that exist outside of Western New York for the Bills to play home games and essentially have 17 road dates 
in future years. Now, an extended lease could be negotiated if the stadium can be used while construction is happening. Here's what else we know, courtesy of News 8. Legends Global Sales has been hired to sell sponsorships and premium seats for the new stadium. Legends Global Planning and Yankee Global Enterprises have been hired as an owner's consultant, and both of those companies are co-owned by Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones. And these companies were formed to create concessions for the Dallas Cowboys and New York Yankees recently constructed facilities. So, Again, courtesy of News 8, this is the information that we are aware of at this time. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and the UFC. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit in the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in the game. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. So like I said, I am no stadium expert. I don't live in Western New York. I'm not a season ticket holder. A lot of this doesn't affect me outside of I love the Buffalo Bills and I've been wanting to see them get a new stadium for a long time, and so there's a lot of happiness on my behalf that this seems to be happening. And so some of the details don't hit me quite like they do so many of you. And so the next segment of the podcast here is going to be me sharing your emails. And I asked on Saturday for you guys to send me emails to share your opinions because I wanted to collaborate with you on this podcast by sharing these thoughts and really delivering the entire pulse of Bill's Mafia on today's podcast. So I have several listener emails that I'm going to read right now that will give us an idea of how the fan base is feeling as a whole. We'll start with Joseph. Joseph says, I don't see much of a point in building a new stadium if it's going to be in the same place and still open air. It's like they got every rumored aspect of the decision wrong. Orchard Park instead of downtown Buffalo, open air instead of retractable roof, an overhang that will cause issues with sunspots and unsightly shadows, potentially playing in Toronto or at Penn State for a year or more. What? Penn State is four hours from Buffalo. It makes no sense apart from the fact that the Pagulas probably get a kick out of the idea of their team playing at their beloved university. Obviously, this would be terrible for the fans, and this is coming from a fan who's only an hour and a half from Penn State and five hours from Buffalo. You can't do this to the Buffalo fans. Brian says, obviously, I think a new stadium is well overdue. I understand the history and coziness of the Ralph, but I want to get with the times and see the Bills play in a new modern stadium. The fact that it is open air is curious to me. I see the viewpoint some will have about wanting to make teams feel the effects of playing in Buffalo in the winter, and they want to use the climate to the team's advantage, but I want the stadium to have a retractable roof if only for the selfish reason that I want to see a Super Bowl played in Buffalo, and there's no way that could happen if the stadium is open air. If it had a roof, we would definitely see a Super Bowl played in Buffalo, much like we saw one played in Minnesota. If fans still want to force teams to play in the elements, you can leave the roof open when it's super cold. Just add a roof so they can have a Super Bowl there. Charlie says, 
I've never really cared about where the stadium was going to be located, although keeping it in Orchard Park without a dome makes the most sense to me financially. Additionally, there are already established ingress and egress routes in terms of traffic coming and going from the current stadium and the new site. I believe it will be built across the street from the current one. I see many Bills fans are angry at what they think is a missed opportunity to put the stadium in downtown Buffalo with a dome. Many of these fans cite their belief that putting a dome stadium in downtown will allow the region to host the Final Four, the men's college basketball tournament, college bowl games, big concerts, and even the Super Bowl. While I think that would be fabulous, I've done some research on these events and what a city must provide in terms of hotel rooms, convention center space, restaurants, transportation, and other amenities that the NFL and NCAA require for these big events. Based on my research, the Western New York area lags far behind other cities that regularly host these big events. I hope that these events can be held in Western New York someday, but that day seems very far off. Nick says, man, oh man, so many thoughts on this one. The biggest thought I have, though, is this. If there were any championship banners hanging in this building, would this be considered an untouchable and legendary building? So Nick obviously thinking like Lambeau Field or where the Bears play, Soldier Field, how um, you know those seem to be legendary buildings and they don't come down. They just get you know remodeled. But, I mean, you look at the San Francisco 49ers and the Pittsburgh Steelers, they they both have new stadiums, and those are legendary stadiums that they played in as well. So maybe something to keep in mind there. Kyle says, while I'm ecstatic that the Bills are going to have a new stadium that they need, I am frustrated that the situation got dragged out this long and we could possibly be playing home games outside of Buffalo for multiple years. While it would be kind of cool to see a Bills game at Penn State, it is multiple years of Allen's prime where we won't have a true home field advantage And after COVID, I feel like we have a better understanding of how impactful home fans in the stands can be on the game as well as how much it means to the players. Brian says, I just don't understand why they wouldn't look at a retractable roof regardless of where the location is. Why worry about the weather? The narrative of come to Buffalo, it might be chilly, is getting old. Rather pay to see the players play in decent conditions. Just my thoughts. Chris says the concept of a new outdoor stadium in Orchard Park is pure brilliance. Traffic flow issues already in place to handle. Time management for players, staff, and fans alike in place. The modern Bills fan grew up with Rich Stadium, and that's home. Buffalo could never hold a Super Bowl. It's logistically not feasible. It belongs in Orchard Park, and in the end, the fans win, period. Great move. Dave says it's so early in the process to draw conclusions, but I'm sure the Bills and the county can figure out how to build a new stadium close to the current site and play games at Highmark for a couple of years. I really need the Pagulas to step up and use the resources available to them, and he lists NFL loan programs, etc., to shoulder most of this burden. It's naive to think that there won't be public involvement, but building palaces for billionaires is a sucker's game. I'm prepared to call their bluff. That said, I think building in Orchard Park makes a lot of sense. Keep costs down and maintain the character of Bill's fandom. Mark says the Pagulas hired Legends, the sports firm co-owned by Jerry Jones and the Yankees, to represent ownership in their effort to build a new stadium. So Bill's fans will have to pay considerably more for tickets. We will see taxes rise, and for a few seasons, the Bills will play elsewhere. On the other side of the coin, we will have a temporary jobs program and a new stadium that some people will brag about on Twitter for a few weeks when complete. Doesn't seem like a balanced deal. And then lastly from Will. Hey Joe, I don't understand why it seems most Bills fans 
are up in arms about the potential new stadium. The way I see it is there's no arguing that we are now in a new era, pun unintentional but now intended, of Bills football. Why wouldn't the fan base want a brand new state-of-the-art stadium to reflect that? Think about it. The Bills are now a respectable team. No other team looks at the Bills on their schedule and writes W in Sharpie anymore. That means games will be competitive and entertaining. That means other fan bases will want to come to Western New York to see their team give the Bills all they've got. Why wouldn't we want a top-of-the-line stadium to show the rest of the NFL that the Pagulas did the right thing by keeping the Bills here in Buffalo? A better stadium means more visiting fans, which means more businesses for local Airbnbs and restaurants and other small businesses. I am 110% behind the idea of this new stadium, and I'm excited to see it. Folks, thank you so much for sending these emails because by reading through about 10 of these here, it helped me gain the perspective of Bill's Mafia. And I'm not going to sit here and say that those 10 emails fully represent everything that there is to know about the way the fan base feels or that this is even the consensus. But I asked for feedback, and these are the people that cared enough to send an email, right? We're willing to take the time to share their opinions so that I could be aware and that we could share them on this podcast so that we can create this entire picture of how people are feeling about this news. And so thank you so much to everyone who took the time to send in an email. Need to tell you guys about Built Bar. It's the best tasting protein bar on the planet. So many amazing flavors. They're all delicious and they're all covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. It's like eating a candy bar, but they are good for you. Built Bars are great for anyone who is health conscious. Whether you want to lose weight, maintain weight, or just indulge in a delicious treat, you got to try Built Bars. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and perfect for anyone on the keto diet. Got a deal for you? Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and it'll get you 15% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. RockAuto.com is a family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need and a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure you write locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Fox, so they know that we sent you. They have amazing selection reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need over at rockauto.com. Joined now by Joe Miller, host of the Overreaction Podcast on the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. You can find him on Twitter at Joe Miller Wired. Joe, thanks for joining me, man. Like When this news came through that the Bills had some real traction on this new stadium, I felt very underqualified to talk about it. And I, I've shared this on the podcast. This isn't anything that should be new to anybody, but this, I, I don't live in Western New York. I, I'm not a season ticket holder. You know, it's, it didn't, it didn't, it doesn't affect me other than it's my favorite team. I love this team. I want to say, see them play in a great new stadium. Like all that's exciting to me, but this hits other people differently. And as a season hit, ticket holder since 1997, you are the guy to come on and have this conversation with me. So Joe, when this news first came through, like what was the first thoughts on your mind when digesting this story? 
a, a little bit of relief. First of all, thanks for having me. Happy Father's Day. Girl dad is the best dad. So team girl and dad. Happy birthday go. to you. I mean, oh, thank big you. Weekend for you, right? <laughs> yeah, so. it, was. it was. So hashtag girl dad, but hashtag girl dad is the best dad. But um, yes. yeah, I was, uh, I'm going to be honest. There was, a, there was a genuine amount of relief for me uh, pertaining to the type of news that we got, which was that the Buffalo Bills want to build a stadium. Uh, they prefer the Orchard Park location. And oh, by the way, it's going to be open air. So for me, it checked all of the boxes that I want as a season ticket holder, which, by the way, I started buying into the season tickets with my family, with my dad in 97, the year that my grandfather stopped going. My grandfather got the tickets in, I think, 68 at the rock pile, uh, let them go in 74 and then missed it and got them back, I think, in 76 or 70. Yeah, I think 76. So they've been in my family forever. I've just been buying in since 97. Uh, but I was first to answer the question. I was relieved. There was a great deal of like, yes, do it this way. Do it right. And that's to me from what I've seen and what I've been around and being obviously a longtime Bills season ticket holder and being uh, you know, a big Bills fan. To me, this is what's right. So that that's where I would leave that is I, I had a, I had a genuine sense of relief and I've got some selfish reasons for relief and I've got some what I think are are, are legitimate reasons for relief, if that makes sense. All right. So I want to get into what you think they got right, what you don't like. But before we get there, as you've now had the opportunity to react to this and consume a lot of reactions, I mean, this has been a big topic on social media. I know you're plugged mm. in. What do you think in terms of the reaction to this news? What do you th where do you think people are missing the mark? Like what's what's being talked about too much that people are perseverating on? The Super Bowl in a dome. For me, it, it yeah. hands down Super Bowl in a dome. Buffalo is never going to get a Super Bowl. Buffalo, there's you're from Buffalo. I'm from Buffalo. The majority of your listeners, Bills Mafia, are from Buffalo. Yes, we've got some people that, that have been kind of grafted into Bills Mafia that have maybe never been to Buffalo or their family members that that you know, moved away a long time ago and grew up as Bills fans, even though they've never been to Buffalo. Buffalo just does not have the infrastructure. Right now, if they put a, a stadium downtown, and it was and it was literally the, a replica of AT&T Stadium, Texas Stadium. Buffalo is still not getting a Super Bowl. And the reason is because there's about three hotels downtown and there's no restaurants that, like for the most part to carry that amount of people that are going to be in town for two weeks. Now, if you move it to Orchard Park and they build Texas Stadium in Orchard Park, same situation. Where are people going to stay? Camp Road in Hamburg? It just doesn't work. So the first thing we have to do is remove the Super Bowl scenario from the situation, because until Buffalo gets better at infrastructure, gets better at hotels, gets better at tourism, gets better. If, if the stadium was put in Niagara Falls, we might be having a different conversation. Right. But people aren't going to drive from Niagara Falls to Orchard Park every single day. Super Bowl week is just not going to happen. They want to be downtown. They want to be or they want to be at least around the stadium. So that's probably the first thing is the Super Bowl. The second piece is going to be the dome situation. I like the idea generally sort of of a retractable roof. If the retractable roof is open all winter long, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. For me, retractable roof, close it when the Rolling Stones come to town and there's going to be a concert. When Metallica and Guns N' Roses are playing at the stadium, close the roof. If it's Sunday afternoon at one o'clock and, and Atlanta is here in January, that roof better be open because I want those dudes to freeze their balls off on the other side of the, the, the on the other sideline. Right. So for me, it's the dome. And then it's also the Super Bowl. There's this magical feeling that somehow if we get a dome, we're going to get a Super Bowl. And to me, both of those are just yeah, they're just they're not. It's just not not realistic. 
I think one of the biggest things from my perspective as I've consumed this and I and I've seen a lot of feedback, it's about the possibility of the Bills having to play elsewhere for one, two, maybe three years while the stadium is built, which is an overreaction in and of itself because number one, there's a chance that and everybody should want the lease to be extended to to cover that. But you know, if there is that possibility that the stadium has to be torn down or something about the construction dynamics forces the Bills to have to play somewhere else, right? There's a lot of us assuming going on there. But I think that would be a real that'd be a real downer to to see this Bills team where it's at, where, you know, where we think it's going and Josh Allen in his prime years, it really kind of sucked to have a couple of seasons or any season where they basically have to play 17 road games. So uh, your thoughts on that dynamic. It's literally the it's the Michael Scott gift. Don't like that, right? Where he's shaking yeah. his head. Don't like what well, as soon as that news broke that they could possibly play, or you know, Penn State had said that they're willing to host and Toronto kind of yeah, and Toronto <laughs> yeah. said the same thing. I'm like, I'm out. Yeah. Like, no, like I'd rather see them play at UB Stadium. Like, right, like, let's play in Buffalo. Like, what is this crap? Like, you're gonna take the possibly there's argument that can be made that last year's Buffalo Bills team, that offense was potentially the best offense that this team has ever had when you look at the numbers and the stats. So now you're going to take that football team and move them to Pennsylvania for two years. I'm out. Like, right. let's not, let's not do that. So yeah, that was, yeah. That, I, and there's, there's people on Twitter that are like, man, just imagine like 110,000 people in Pennsylvania. Like, And I'm like, yeah, one game would be amazing. A whiteout. Right. But not nine of them. Yeah. I don't want nine of them. <laughs> when, when it's the year that you get nine home games, right. Go, go down to Pennsylvania and play a game and, and go nuts. Right. Sure. Right. I'll drive up from Charlotte. It'll be a great time. Sure, I'll buy a, 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 a white 17 Jersey. and It'll be a great time. Right. But no, <laughs> not, not on the regular. So as you, we don't have concrete details on where the stadium would be, but as you speculate as somebody mm-hmm. who's been in this area, obviously sure. you, you've sure. been to tons of games. Do you see a possibility of it being built in Orchard Park where the stadium, the Highmark Stadium could be operational and they could be building the new stadium simultaneously where the only holdup is now extending the lease. Yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff. So, I mean, there's there's an aspect of like, there's a lot of land there. There's a lot of parking lot there and there's more places that they, they could displace cars. And I'm sure that there's a situation where they could bus people in if they needed to. So they're going to park them, you know, a mile or two away and run shuttle buses it legitimately could do who who's done that was it de- not de- it was no, not Detroit because Detroit they, they collapsed the the Silver Dome and built downtown but there's teams that have Atlanta Tex- Atlanta Texas did it yeah. too right they built right next door and then collapsed the other stadium yeah. I think there's enough land there to do it Indianapolis did it too Indianapolis did it right so I mean I know that it can be done the funny thing is is what it comes out of Orchard Park site is there's like a cemetery on the site which we talked about like the the, the bad juju and the bills being cursed because they built on an, an old Indian cemetery I don't know if it's an Indian cemetery but there's legit a cemetery on that property. The question is, is can that be done? I think there's enough land there. It would be interesting to see them do it. Obviously, ECC is right to the west of them. Uh, they got the big dip in the in the ditch in the valley to the east of them. OP, obviously, right, is 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 what would be south of them. And the north of them is Southwestern Boulevard. There's enough room inside the lots. The question is, is I don't know what would happen to the to add. What is it? Ad, not Admar, uh, Adpro, like the sports center. Yeah, obviously, the headquarters is there. There's a, they would have to do some finagling. I'm not saying it's it's 2021. I mean, anything is possible. Like I've seen, I've I'm sure you've seen the Twitter video where over in uh, Asia they ripped down a bridge and put a bridge back up in one night. Overnight they like tore that bridge down and then rebuilt it in one evening. So I'm not saying that anything can't be done. 
would it be a com complicated? Probably. Um, I don't see necessarily a place downtown. If I had a dream once a long time ago, 20 years ago, that when Bethlehem Steel was really kind of coming to an end, uh, that they would figure out some way to annex Buffalo, uh, Bethlehem Steel and make it a part of the city, take it kind of away from Lackawanna and literally put all the stadiums out there. So like, you know, a football stadium, baseball stadium, hockey arena, put some hotels out there like flat because it's all brownfields and we're off subject now. I apologize. It's all brownfields out there like you can't do anything with the land and they they didn't do it. So I, I don't know where else it could go if it's not going downtown or if, if I'm sorry, if it's not going to Orchard Park, where it's going to go. The question you ask is, could they do it simultaneous? I'm sure they could. I'm and there's nothing that's impossible. It's like I said, it's 2021, right? And I feel like that should be everybody's goal. Like nobody sure. should want there to be a scenario where the Bills are playing somewhere Toronto. else. Toronto. Dude, let's, even for one year, even for one season. Let's not do that nightmare again, right? No. No, no, that's got to the that's going to be the players aren't going to want that. No, they they all live in Orchard Park or surrounding areas like they, their lives are set up for them to play football where the stadium is. Right. Like, right. right. That's that's not great. I live in Carolina, Charlotte, and the Panthers just put their new football complex facility in Rock Hill, South Carolina, mm -hmm. which is an awful drive down Interstate 77. So these these Panthers players have their nice beautiful condos in Uptown Charlotte. We call right. it Uptown, not Downtown. Uptown right, Charlotte. Right. Uptown. And these guys got to go drive to Rock Hill, South Carolina, down Interstate seventy seven every day to go to practice. No, that's terrible. I mean, li literally terrible. Right. Um, so, like I said, I want to get into what you think they got right. So, based on the details that we know so far, what do you feel like they absolutely got right? I think I think leaning towards an open air stadium, there's something to be said for, you know, home field advantage. And I've had this conversation and we'll call it an argument because that's what we do on Twitter. I've had this argument <laughs> on Twitter a lot with Bills fans who don't believe that there is such a thing as home field advantage as it pertains to the cold, especially when you have a prolific passer, which Josh Allen is turning out to be. The reality is this legitimate. If you live in Buffalo, New York, it feels different in October, November, December to January than it does if you live in Charlotte or if you live in Atlanta or if you live in Miami. If you transplant your hiney from Atlanta, Georgia, which is going to happen to the Falcons this year, to Buffalo in January, and it's 18 degrees or 23 degrees, it is dog cold outside. It is almost unbearable. Where for us, if you live in Buffalo, literally in January, February, I'm wearing a hoodie. Now, I don't go outside and like spend my day outside. I don't, I'm not a construction worker, so I don't spend my day outside in a hoodie all day long. But if I go out and shovel my driveway or snow blow, a lot of times I go out in a hoodie. Like I, if I'm going to be out for 15, 20 minutes, I'm out there in a hoodie. It's just different. Whereas these guys, they live in the South or a lot of these guys. And I've heard that argument as well. Like, well, the players all live in the South, but it's different when you're here from July, August, all the way through that winter season, you get acclimated to it. You get a feel for it. It doesn't seem to be as cold. So for me, you know, I think I had said this to you uh, at some point earlier. You know, there was a real life home field advantage for this early 90s Buffalo Bills team when they were good. Not only were they good, step one, build a good team. Step two, take take advantage of home field. And that's kind of where we're living now. We've got a good football team. Let's not get rid of our home field advantage, which is the weather. The weather is a part of who we are. They practice in it. They live in it. Let's play in it and let's make other people play in it. Right. So yeah, that, to no me, that, that to me, they got right. There's no doubt about that. And we talked about this a lot 
in the playoffs where we thought about different opponents that the Bills could play, and this is a pass-heavy offense, and can they run the ball in the cold? But just the simple fact of having to be in those elements mm-hmm. and ha- being accustomed to living in Western New York and, and everything that comes with that gives them an advantage, even if stylistically you play a brand of football that doesn't lend itself to the cold. Yep. So on the flip side of that, as you see the details that we know so far, what do you feel like they got wrong? What, what, where did they miss Mark? Uh, I don't know that they could have necessarily gotten anything wrong. I mean, until we see a design element, that to me is where it's going to come. The rubber is going to meet the road. I've been to a lot of different stadiums. So I've been to Cincinnati's new stadium. I've been to Lucas oil field. I was at the first game played at Lucas oil field. If anybody remembers the first game at Lucas oil field was a preseason game again with the Buffalo bills against the Colts. Uh, I've been to uh, Ford Field in Detroit. I've been to a lot of different newer stadiums. I think Ford Field is a great look for the Buffalo Bills. I think when you get into these lavish stadiums, when you get into even kind of in-between stadiums like Cincinnati, where they've got what I would call gathering areas or they've got restaurants, who wants to go to a three-hour football game and go sit down at a restaurant and get a steak? That's not what I'm here for. And I know that the Harbor Center, or I should say the like the 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 HSBC Center, KeyBank Center, whatever it's called now, that they've got a restaurant in it and people do that. I don't want that for football. For me, when the designs come out and they tell us what we're going to get, hopefully it's a replica of Ford Field or a replica of Minnesota Stadium, something where it's football based. One thing for me that I love about Bill's Mafia is we know football, we love football, we understand football, and we realize that football is played right on the field for 60 minutes between the between the chalk we do our socializing we do our partying before the game outside of the stadium i don't need a stadium with lavish gathering areas where there's a thousand people down there that paid 150 dollars a ticket that aren't paying attention to the football game because they're more interested in swilling beer and meeting chicks that to me isn't what i want i want a stadium where everybody that's got a ticket for a seat is in it and is watching football right so details are going to be important. What kind of a stadium are they going to give us? The other thing is going to be PSLs. So I filled out a questionnaire a couple of years ago. I I remember sitting at Barbell uh, when the questionnaire came out and uh, they emailed it to to the ticket holders. Like what, you know, just basically what do you, what would you like? Do you want open air? Do you want, you know, downtown? Do you want PSLs or what do you think? Or blah, 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 blah. My bigger, my bigger concern about all of this is going to be PSLs. I've been a season ticket holder since 97. They've been in my family now since 76. We never bridged our time. Am I going to have to pay a thousand bucks per seat or 2000 bucks per seat to keep my tickets? That to me, I think is going to be tough for bills fans just generally to swallow, but design, it's going to come down to design. I don't know that I have any negatives until we see what they're going to give us. Does that make sense? Well, it's, it's a layer to the conversation that I appreciate because the same things that work in Dallas or Houston, right. Right. or Jacksonville, right? <laughs> the pool, or San the Francisco, pool. the glass pool in or Jacksonville. LA. Yeah, and it needs it needs to have a Buffalo mindset. And I think that right. it would be a massive miscalculation, especially if it means the cost of building the stadium are higher right. for superfluous features that don't cater to what we know about Buffalo Bills football fans. Right. And so that stuff doesn't need to be there. Right. Right. And you know what I'm talking about when I say talk about those gathering areas, right? Have you been oh, to absolutely. Like- yeah, yeah, I've been right. to, I've been to Mercedes Benz and Lucas Oil, and yep, yep, I've been yep. to a lot of these facilities. Yeah, it's yep. like like I said, who wants to go to a football game and, and sit at a restaurant and eat a steak? That's not what I'm here for. Like I'm here, like for, for when the clock hits, when, you know, when when the clock starts, the clock ends. I'm in my seat unless I got to pee. Right? I mean, right. I'm watching, <laughs> I'm watching football. Right? Yeah, it's different. Um, 
one of the interesting conversations that I I've seen, I've received a lot of emails, like, cause I asked for people for, to send me yeah. emails and I read a yeah. lot of them on the podcast, the people that are comparing, okay, well, they missed the mark because it needed to be a downtown Buffalo stadium. How do you feel about this in terms of the games have been in orchard park? Like there is something right. about that town and that's where Bill's games are played and it, the weather's different there. And it's right. kind of like how Bill's Mafia has been wired and they're they're accustomed to that. So for as much yeah. hope that I think some people had that it would be in downtown Buffalo, do you like that they are continuing to pursue Orchard Park? So this is where it gets selfish for me. So there's there's layers to this for me. And the biggest layer is selfish. I live in Hamburg. So my entire life going to Bill's games, my, my dad lives in or has lived in Hamburg. He now has a retirement home on Lime Lake in Cattaraugus County. But literally we would leave leave our house my dad's house to go to football games at 12 10 and i know that sounds weird because most people are at the stadium already they're tailgating well that's just not kind of how i personally grew up but we would leave the gate leave our house around 12 12 10 and we'd roll up southwestern boulevard we turn left into a into a into a into a, in a personal lot at, a, at one of the houses right there on southwestern walk into the stadium literally game ends we walk to our car get out take a right hand turn down southwestern i'm home in 15 minutes so like for me that's the selfish part of it being in Orchard <laughs> Park. That's important because I can literally be home in 15, 20 minutes. And like, you know, we can pick up a pizza at Blaisdell Pizza on the way home. Uh, sorry, shameless plug. And then uh, and like literally from there, be watching the four o'clock game. Now, as far as the other part, it would be ideal. Would it be ideal to have it in downtown Buffalo? Absolutely. Like it would be amazing to have it on the waterfront. We love those shots of Chicago. We love those shots of the stadiums that are on waterfronts or that yeah. are downtown in cities. We it's a beautiful thing. You know, what do we get? We get shots of Niagara Falls and we get shots of Anchor Bar, the Cooks, flipping <laughs> chicken wings. We don't yeah. get shots of our city. So would it be ideal? Absolutely. There's just no way in and out of that city. It's a freaking nightmare on a Tuesday at five o'clock if it's snowing, let alone like a Bills game when 80,000 people, 72,000 people are pouring out of it. There's also no place to tailgate downtown, which is kind of an issue. Um, there's a lot of layers. It's funny because there's so many layers to all of this stuff. Yeah. But I think that I think it's a non-factor when you look at where the Dolphin Stadium is. Uh, Hard Rock Stadium is not downtown in Miami. It's in the middle of nowhere, kind of not in a really great part I, of I'm town. I'm going to make either. my first trip there this year. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's and it's not kind of, for it's the Bills a, game. It's Ravens game Thursday night football, but it's it's a dump as much as the concourses are bigger. I know we get a lot of conversation about uh, our stadium and the concourses aren't wide enough and yada, yada, yada. The concourses are wider, but it's not a great stadium. It's kind of a hole in the earth. Uh, but there's there's a lot of stadiums that are in, oh, that that is this Arrowhead isn't downtown in Kansas City. I've been to Arrowhead. Arrowhead is is the same age as Highmark, Bill Stadium, whatever the Ralph Rich Stadium, whatever you want to call it. I just don't know that it's I think it's. I think it's an exaggeration to feel like it needs to be downtown in Buffalo. Would it be nice? Yes. Would it be ideal? Yes. Buffalo can't, bro, Buffalo can't get out of its own way. We're talking about a city that when I left 20 years ago to move to Columbus, they were arguing over a design for a new peace bridge. When I came back, guess what was still here? The same <laughs> peace bridge. When I moved home three years ago, they're arguing over what's going to happen to the Skyway because it was, some people want to tear it down. Some people want to keep it. Guess what? There's no movement in that. Like they cannot move the needle in this town to do anything. So to fix that infrastructure, to put a stadium downtown somewhere, it's just, I just don't see it. Would it be ideal? Yes. I just don't see to me it's out there. It works. There's a lot of parking lot space already. Everybody knows where it is. It's beautiful. 
yes, the weather is drastically different in Orchard Park and Hamburg in the South Towns than it is in Buffalo. That nine miles makes a huge yeah. difference. And I'm talking feet of snow difference. You can drive from the South Towns and literally you'll have three and a half feet of snow. And as you drive downtown and hit South Buffalo, you'll see the snow literally tapered down to grass on the ground. It's the weirdest thing ever. So there is a legitimate weather difference as far as snow accumulation. But I don't know, man. I just don't think that uh, I just don't think it's practical and I don't think it's necessary. Does that make sense? Yeah. Last thing for you. It's a two part yeah. question. Yeah. The, the first part is you're talking to me here today as I want to gauge the fan base on this. Right, right. Where where do you think your opinions and takes that you've shared with us so far today are not going to be as popular with the rest of Bill's Mafia? Like, where are you aware that you see this differently that you want to point out? And then just as we as we get out of here today, any leftover thoughts or anything that you want to share before we wrap? Well, Buffalo, I mean, Bill's fans, Bill's Mafia, every Bill's fan is going to be different. So my dad and I differ. My dad wants a dome, but my dad's also 60 something years old. Right. And my dad doesn't want to sit his ass in the cold. He wants to be warm. So we were talking about it today. It's Father's Day. Happy Father's Day again, by the way. Uh, we were talking about it today and he was talking about it. it's going to be great. He said that, you know, open air is good. He'd rather be domed. But if it's covered, that's fine. You know, and then we were kind of talking, what if they gave us all heated seats? So for those that have never been to Highmark Stadium, Ralph's Wilson Stadium, Rich Stadium, whatever you want to call it, the Reds, the red level seats are heated. Well, oh. what, if the whole, what if the whole stadium had heated seats? That's I mean, where I'm would, sitting for the Houston game. Yes. Then you got, I might not need the, the heat. You won't need them. <laughs> you won't need them. <laughs> um, so, so there's, a, I think, I think Bill's mafia is going to differ in a lot of ways. What's weird for me is when people that have never been to a bills game at home, have never been to Buffalo or have only been to a couple feel like the stadium has to be downtown. It has to be domed because somehow we have to get a super bowl. It's just not practical to who we are as bills fans. It's just not, it's just not necessarily who we are. So where do I think we're going to differ? I don't know that you're going to find necessarily two people that are in all yeah. agreement yeah. across the board, like for me, but uh, yeah. So as far as other thoughts, I don't know. I just hope they do it right. I hope that they, uh, I hope they, they take into consideration to our points that we were making earlier that you have to build the stadium to, in my opinion, the fan, right? You have to build it to, to your base. You don't build it to the net. I know what the nation wants. I know what the NFL wants. They want crystal palaces. I don't think Bill's mafia wants it or needs it. And I just hope that they pay attention. And it seems like they have, because when I got that questionnaire, it was asking all the right questions. Do you prefer a dome? Do you prefer outside? Do you prefer downtown? Do you want, you know, what, if it was a PSL, would you keep buying in stuff like that? I think they were asking the right questions so far. What we've seen is they're, they're responding to the answers that they got, right? So my hope is that they build a stadium that fits us. The sight lines are good because that's another thing you hear people talk about Ralph Wilson Stadium all the time across the NFL, that the sight lines, they don't think the stadium's nice, but the sight lines, no matter where you sit, you have a good seat. That's another thing too. So the sight lines are going to be important. We're a Buffalo, we're, or I'm sorry, we're a football town. We watch football. We understand football. Give us a football stadium, right? Amen, brother. Um, not to extend our conversation too much further, but just one other thought that I had. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I saw the estimations for the cost of this project is $2 billion. It's, it, it's yeah. I mean, a, so a, that's two by a, four, a, a two by four is 10 bucks, Joe. <laughs> so, okay. Do you, do you think that has some more to do with building supplies right now? Because comparatively speaking to some of these other stadiums, uh, $2 billion gets you a lot. And we're not even talking about a retractable roof or a dome. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. Is that more representative of 
the cost of doing things in, in New York State and the the cost of labor and building supplies as compared to what we saw with some of the other recent stadiums, because you for $2 billion with no retractable roof, that I mean, there should be a lot of bells and whistles. Well, you would think, I mean, I don't, what did, do you remember what Minnesota Stadium cost? I mean, Texas Stadium was what? It was a billion, right? It, it was, yeah, this would be more than. Correct. But inflation is there. It's been a couple of years. Texas, building in Texas is not like building in New York State. Absolutely. One, yeah, uh, uh, U.S. Bank Stadium in, in Minnesota, $1.061 billion, And that 1. has a roof. Yeah. And that has a roof. And it's all glass. What I love about that stadium is it's all glass. That would be amazing. That to me is, if they're going to do a domed thing, that to me is ideal. SoFi, how much was SoFi? Do you know? We could, Google is our friend. So, <laughs> cool. well, so while, you're, while, while you're Googling, there's, there's also inherent differences inside of our situation and our stadium than other stadiums have. So when you look at Lucas Oil Field, when you look at the stadium in Minneapolis, when you look at Texas Stadium, they're built on flat earth. Our stadium is 50 feet or 70 feet in the ground. Yeah. Like it's a, it's, it's just a different setup. So who knows how much expense there's going to be to imploding or removing the current situation and reworking everything that's down inside the ground. That's a, that's a big piece. When people drive by Ralph Wilson stadium, it doesn't look very big. You're like, I, I've taken many people by yeah. They're like, Oh, it's not big at all. And it's like, yeah. no, 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 you don't understand. The entire lower bowl is in the earth. Like yeah. it's on the ground. Yeah. So how my wife's so get, my wife, when she sees it, I know it's going to be a, a, a reaction just like that. SoFi, five and a half billion. Wow. <laughs> MetLife, which New Jersey, that was 2.03 uh, billion. Allegiant Stadium in Vegas, 1.9 billion. So just to give us some comparatives. Dude, I would love a stadium like Allegiant. Like I, I, from what I've seen from pictures, that stadium is gorgeous. Like yeah. absolutely gorgeous. I love the black too. Obviously, we're not going to get a black stadiums. I wear, all I wear is black, but I, w- I would love, I love that feel. But I mean, it, it sounds to me if that's the case, that two billion is a bargain. Not to mention you're building in a, you're building in New York. You're building in a blue state. I mean, the taxation here is going to be high. The labor, the wages is going to be higher. There's going to be unions involved. I mean, it's going to be a lot different here than it's going to be building in Vegas or building in Texas yeah. or building in other places, right? Mercedes-Benz, one six, $1.6 billion in, in Atlanta. Beautiful stadium. Absolutely yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. So. Right. So I think $2 billion is probably a good number. <laughs> Unfathomable. This is outside of my $2 billion for a stadium, man. I'm just trying to balance the, my household the, budget here. You know? The question is, is are they, going to, are they going to attach hotels to it? Are they going to do something different, right? Because there are no hotels in Orchard Park. If you're going to stay in a hotel, you're staying at Camp Road in Hamburg. You're staying up uh, in West Seneca off of Ridge Road, right? And they're not great hotels. Or you're staying downtown, and now you're driving in from the, to the stadium in the morning, and it's you know the traffic isn't great. Yeah. There's there's still not even a lot of hotels downtown in Buffalo. Like I mean, if you want real hotels, you go to Niagara Falls in this city. That's where you go. It's good to have family in the area, so I don't have to worry <laughs> about the hotel situation. <laughs> Joe Miller, he's the host of the Overreaction Podcast and the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. You can find him on Twitter at Joe Miller Wired. Dude, thanks for uh, giving me some of your time on Father's Day evening, no less. Always, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. All right, folks, that'll do it for us today here on the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. It's herd mentality tomorrow. We're probably going to do it on Wednesday as well since we skipped last week, and I got a lot of catching up to do. You guys have a lot of great questions coming out of uh, the the uh, round of OTAs, the mandatory OTA. So we're going to get to all of them over the next couple of days here on the podcast. As always, I kindly ask that you share, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast, and I look forward to catching up with you again tomorrow.